Next on BYU Sports Nation, the most compelling BYU football storyline of the 2016 offseason. What say ye, BYUSN? We'll give you our very calculated opinions, plus Tootie Knuch of BYU football and what the Cougars expect to do on the field. And it's final for Thursday for BYU men's volleyball from Pennsylvania. Jerem Jordan will join us on his trek to state college and what he hopes is a national championship. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Brian Logan. Hola! Como estoy? BYU Sports Nation (laughs) live in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Thursday, Cinco de Mayo, wherever and however you're dialed in. Great to have you with us. It's only fitting that I am teamed up today with a man who has finally come out of hibernation. Brian Logan is back, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, yay, balloons. We need some balloons and some confetti and some cake. You sound maybe. really excited yeah. right now. I'm so excited yay. to be back. I just, you know, I, I just like to be a little bit, I'd say a little bit, keyword there, a little bit, humble, you know. Uh, okay. So when you're saying, yeah, you're back, the great is back, it's like, ah, uh, I'm not great. I'm just okay. I'm just good. What so, happened to you know. the Logan takeover mentality, Brian? Oh, I, it's it's that's still there, but I just don't want to. Again, I'm it, trying to be humble. I just don't want to put it in your face. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, the my. difference. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Yeah, no problem. The humble swagoo. Yeah, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. good to have that back on set. I'm did happy you, to be back, man. Did I you am. see the cover of Athlon Sports Pac-12? Mountain Region College Football Preview. I, I just saw it this morning when, when we talked about it in our meeting, and it was super confusing to me because uh, we're not in the Pac-12, right? <laughs> <laughs> so Wait, BYU's not in the Pac-12? Uh, uh, wait, I'm like so lost, yeah. Mm. And Tanner Mangum is the one representing BYU on the cover along with the University of Utah. Yeah, mm-hmm. very interesting. There's, we don't even know if Tanner Mangum is going to be the starting quarterback. Right? Yeah. I, yeah. It's. Um, yeah. I. I'm just really confused about everything. You know. So I don't know what the 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 whole purpose of that. What they were trying to to accomplish. I know exactly so. what they were doing. They were putting BYU in Utah on a magazine cover in Utah, and they are selling like hotcakes right now. That's brilliant oh, marketing. Oh, dollars. Okay. Okay. I get it now. <laughs> everything is about the dollar. Got it. Some less confusing things now with our BYU Sports Nation headlines. Number one men's volleyball takes on Long Beach State in the national semifinals tonight in Pennsylvania. The game will be live on BYU Radio called by our very own Jerem Jordan. He may or may not have his wallet on him after traveling (laughs) to Pennsylvania. Also middle blocker Michael Hatch wins the Elite 90 Award, which honors the student-athlete with the highest GPA at each of the NCAA's 90 championships. Student athletes. Number 26, BYU Baseball faces Pepperdine tonight in Game 1 of a three-game series in Malibu. All three games will be streamed online. Let's go, Mike Rucker. On the W.TV. Boom! Ben Cahoon's number 86 jersey, the wide receivers coach at BYU now, will be retired by the Montreal Alouettes on July 29th. Ooh. You're, coach, fancy. You're so fancy. I know, right? Played 13 with my Como Astoy. <laughs> 13 seasons with the Alouettes. He finished second in the CFL in career receptions. I mean, he did it all. Yeah, he, he did. When I, when I played over there for uh, two weeks and uh, three days, 
Um, they just absolutely <laughs> loved. Why are you laughing, Spencer? <laughs> Seventeen I can't have days. My, I can't have my glory. By two weeks, no. But they just absolutely loved Ben Cahoon. Couldn't say you know enough about him. And so that's how I actually think I stayed on the team as long as I did. Was hey man, Ben Cahoon is actually my uh, second uncle. So there yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. BYU women's golf in competition as they compete in the NCAA regional at LSU in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Currently tied for 15th, Alex White is the top Cougar golfer. She is 28th individually at one over par. Now it's time to rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Compelling and rich. Now it became more (laughs) evident yesterday how polarizing all of this Big 12 expansion talk is. Not just to BYU fans, but on the Twitter sphere and on social media, to college football fans in general. I mean, I heard everything from, I can't get enough of it, it's awesome, keep the updates coming, to the following tweet from at Nononymous. He says, enough, no moss. BYU to the big whatever discussion is the ultimate exercise in futility. (laughs) Maybe so. College football analyst Blaine Fowler offered his opinion on the matter yesterday with the topic du jour. I think after the president's meeting, they'll come out and they'll they'll talk about that they've made the decision to expand. Now, I don't know what that timeline for right, expansion right. will be, but but I do think that there's enough ammunition this time that to, that they're going to make a decision. Point is, we're waiting and speculating. Maybe you love it. Maybe you'd rather sit in an ice bath and watch reruns of every BYU-Utah game that the Utes won than talk about Mm -mm. BYU and Big 12 expansion. Or Brian would watch the TCU game in 2009 over and over. Or are you in favor of the expansion? I will burn that game if I ever got it. It, My hands. The fact of the matter is, as overwhelming or perhaps nauseating as the Big 12 expansion talk is right now. It's just one of a number of compelling and thought-provoking storylines surrounding BYU football in 2016, which prompts today's Twitter brain buster. Brian? What is the most compelling storyline surrounding BYU football this summer? First tweet at the LDS. SDL. Ooh, I see what you, I see what you did there. Okay, cool. Nice work. Uh, without question, Big 12 expansion. It impacts the athletic competition and financial future of BYU sports for decades. There is storyline life outside of the Big 12, believe it or not. Even for you at the LDS SDL. Remember how BYU and a brand new head coach with Kalani Sataki are in charge and the Heisman Trophy winner mm-hmm. Ty Detmer is back to run the offense? Basically a whole new staff. Yep, I remember that. I remember that one personally. Bronco, hashtag never forget. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I had to, sorry, I had to throw that in there. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yep. But wait, check this out. What about the most amazing f- uh, schedule? You know, you have a, uh, a, a opening uh, game against uh, Arizona. You have Utah, UCLA, West Virginia, Michigan State, Mississippi State, Boise State. Holy I mean, cow. on and on and on and on. Uh, I think this could probably be the most difficult schedule in program history. The schedule? Right. The staff? Wait, it's not just about the Big 12? Oh, and then uh, there's this uh, there's this quarterback oh, thing yeah, that, brewing. That one guy, right? Oh, that, yeah. yeah. Uh, Taysom yeah. Hill. Yeah, the guy. And Jamal Williams. Oh, yeah, the other guy. 
and the resulting quarterback battle between the touchdown club of Ohio's freshman of the year, Tanner Mangum, and the aforementioned Taysom Hill. Holy, holy cow. There is so much to discuss and to speculate on during the offseason. It's not just the Big 12. But is the Big 12 the biggest storyline for you, or is it something else? Answer the Twitter question using the hashtag BYUSN. Brian? Look, for, for, for me, man, I, I don't think it's the Big 12 expansion. Um, for me, it's the, this quarterback battle that's really, really intriguing. And it, there's just a lot more drama, I think, to me personally. Well, that's tangible um, because it's happening, right? Right, exactly. We it's, know it's, that's a fact. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's happening. It's going to happen. It's going to go down. I cannot wait. I'm getting my popcorn ready. I got my lawn chair ready. I'm going to be at every single practice that I can be to watch it. And to, to me, it's, it's, it's fun. It's exciting to see two great quarterbacks battle it out. And, and for me, the Big 12, man, it, it, we've been talking about this for so long. You know, we have so many ups and downs. It's like a roller coaster, dude. And to, it just reminds me of high, in, in high school when you try to ask that the prom queen out and she's like, oh, yeah, I'll definitely go out with you. And then it's like 30 minutes before you're about to go pick her up. She texts you and is like, oh, yeah, my dog is sick. <laughs> oh, and then Is it's this like, personal experience, yeah, Brian? It's like, oh, no, don't worry. Don't worry about it, babe. It don't, it's, it's all good. We got... Next Thursday, yeah, that one movie's coming out, and the same thing happens. She's like, oh, yeah, I take my grandma to Walmart. It's like, what? Come on now. It, it, that's how I feel. I feel like they're playing with my emotions. So I, I like, like you said, Spencer, to go with something that is tangible. I can see it. I can see it unfolding. Uh, and that's why I think that is the biggest, uh, uh, I, I would say, exciting storyline for me right now. Right now at this moment, I mean, let's not be naive as much as people want to roll their eyes and scoff at it, in the moment, it's Big 12 talk. I think the Big 12 situation is fascinating, quite honestly. BYU involved or not, because I'm a college football fan, and it's so uber complicated with so many opinions and moving parts, and depending on what the Big 12 does, this might launch the next major realignment shift in all of college football. Mm-hmm. But with BYU in mind and the offseason as a whole, as you pull out the wide-angle lens for this subject, to me, the answer to the Twitter question is 100% the quarterback situation. Quarterbacks! Taysom Hill was a Heisman Trophy candidate in 2014. He had BYU off to 4-0 start. They were in the top 20. Things were rolling. Then his second season-ending injury. Okay? It was awful. I'll never forget that moment. I was standing next to Brian Logan when it happened, and you immediately looked at me and said, dude, it's bad. Mm -hmm. I know it's bad. Then he returns for the opener in 2015 at Nebraska. Is having his way with the Cornhuskers. BYU up 24-14. He's running for touchdowns. He's throwing touchdowns. And the third season-ending injury with Liz Frank. You know know what Taysom Hill is, Brian? He is a royal blue Porsche 11. And I thought about this yesterday. That's been in a couple of significant accidents and has a questionable maintenance record. But but when that royal blue Porsche 911 is operating at full power, holy performance machine. Yep. Mm-hmm. You I called him you. the best player in the world. Best player in the world, man, in the universe. You know, I, I, it's going to be interesting, man, because there's there's so many things that a, that the coaching staff is looking at. 
Um, you know, you have this athletic guy uh, in Taysom, but then you also have a, a guy in Tanner that's, I think, kind of proved himself that he can win games uh, in, in hostile situations and environments. And yet he has so many more years ahead of him compared to Taysom. So it's like, what do we do? Yes. How do we do this? You got your Porsche 911, accidents, questionable maintenance record, and then you have the less flashy yet luxurious, fully loaded, all the bells and whistles, Lexus sedan of Tanner Mangum. See, this is why this is why it's it's this is way more juicy. He's and the exciting, smooth, man. He's the smooth operator. I mean, he comes in and throws back to back Hail Marys to beat Nebraska and Boise State, steals the yeah. hearts of the college football world collectively, and now they're both back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How do you beat that? You, you you can't, man. We don't even know which one will start in game number one. Countdown to the Wildcats. 121. Woo! Good to have you back, bro. Nice. Conversation happening right now on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and join BYU Sports Nation. What's the most compelling storyline surrounding BYU football this summer at Ron Bond 2015? Clearly, this coaching staff, they are recruiting well. We didn't even talk Ooh, about that. Yeah, we didn't. No. Bringing in hype and donations and comfortable to be around. At 801 Salt Lake says, can Tanner Mangum climb hill to the top? Oh, I see what you did there, play on words. <laughs> Up next on BYU Sports Nation, let's talk to one of the BYU footballers. Tony Kanuch of the offensive line is in studio. What does he expect the Cougars to do in 2016? And what's his most compelling storyline? BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio, moving pictures on BYU TV. Our conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN because Brian says do it. Do it. Top-seeded BYU Volleyball faces Long Beach State tonight in the national semifinal. And BYU Sports Nation is there. Jerome Jordan Who? will have... Jerome Jordan oh, okay. will have the call of tonight's match on BYU Radio beginning at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. What is the most compelling storyline surrounding BYU football this summer? We discussed in the A Block at length. Download the podcast if you want to hear the whole conversation, things like the Big 12 expansion topic, yep. the quarterback battle, yep. new coaching staff, yep. schedule to remember. Yep. I mean, it's all there. Use the hashtag BYOSN. At KI676Love says the coaching staff. Hmm. All that matters is BYU wins. It's what they need to do to get in the Big 12. I don't know if I totally agree with that. I think all the lobbying has been done. Yeah. I think I think it's it's over. So regardless of what they do in 2016, I think that's done. Because I think the decision is going to happen this summer. The old school offense, she says, however, has to score. Hmm. Pro style offense, Pro style, Brian. Yep. They can do it. I hope so. The Heisman Trophy winner is the offensive coordinator, right? Yeah. So I mean, He may know right a thing or two. I don't know. Perhaps Tooney Knuch of the BYU offensive line can give us some insight into what that offense is doing right now. They're in the offseason. Just wrapped up spring ball not too long ago. Tooney, welcome to Studio B in BYU Sports Nation. Thanks for having me. You're looking fresh, man. Trying, you know. I always watch you guys. Got to look fresh. So. <laughs> yeah, we, we were talking a little bit about, you know, the, the biceps and, and just uh, – you know, some of yeah. the, the, the ways that you can be 
maybe the the best you on TV, right? Uh, and, and we talked about just going from the, the chest up. So what that means is for workouts now, you just got to do push-ups, a lot of chest, yeah. bicep, <laughs> shoulder rises. press. That's it, man. Push-ups, That's you're it. good. Kind of chin-ups. I yeah. can't really do them, but, you know, get a little spot in the back, do some chin-ups. You, yeah, that's all you need, man, is a spot. You know, you'll be good. In all seriousness, last year on the football field from a distance, I couldn't see your number at the time, and I'm like, who is that? Whose calves are those? <laughs> and I got closer, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's it's Tooney. Do you have the biggest calves on the BYU football I team? I don't know. I wish we measured calves. Because <laughs> then I could know, maybe do some, you know, calve-ups. Calve, ups. Ca- calve raises. You know? Yeah, yeah calve raises. That's what it's called. Biggest my thighs, you know if not bigger, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, probably so. Very impressive. I don't know. You want a camera? Nah, probably not. Not right now. Not appropriate, Show guys. some leg on BYU's right. Sports right, right, right. Nation. Hey, we have an honor code here, Spencer. I know. You know be, I know. Cool. Are you the strongest guy on the offensive line? Uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Oh, you got a little. Oh, okay, oh, there got a little go. calf there it is. Look at those. A little bit. There it is. Ooh, oh, okay. I can see the definition. Man. I need to lift a little bit more. No, maybe. no, no. You that know. looks like you have like a like a like a baby watermelon <laughs> in there. It, Just a baby one, though. A baby just one. Baby one. Well, yeah, because yeah, you know, because yeah. a, a real oh. one that would that wouldn't look right. Yeah. It's just like it's still right. growing. Like, you know, yeah. like so you have wrong. room to grow. You know what I mean? I feel yeah. yeah. <laughs> BYU offensive lineman Tooney Knuch. I'm glad you guys are working that out together in the moment. Is with us in Studio B. Uh, major changes, obviously. We just went through a number of them, the coaching staff and the new offense. What's been the biggest difference that you have noticed as a player transitioning from one coaching staff to now a brand-new feel and look? Uh, for me, just slowing it down altogether, trying to get every little technique out of practice that we can, every play. So, you know, we come back to the huddle. Oh, what happened? You know, why'd you get B? I'd be like, oh, I don't know. It's your fault, <laughs> you, know man. you can say it. You, can yeah, say you, it have, you have a huddle. Is that, <laughs> is that weird to have a huddle? It's amazing. I love it as a big dude. So, I mean, I can actually breathe and think about what I'm going to do. <laughs> when when we're in the no huddle, I'm just like, oh, just run to ask somebody, hit somebody. <laughs> but now I'm like, oh, I got that guy. See that guy, guy, hit guy. Yeah. So Harvey uh, said the same thing. Harvey Younger um, talked to him a couple weeks ago, and, and he's a, a GA for for you guys, for your position group. Yeah, amazing. And, and he said that that's been the biggest thing, uh, the biggest difference is slowing it down, you know, guys really focusing on the technique. Um, so it's great for you to to say that back up, Harvey, because to me personally, I love Harvey, but it's like you're a running back, man. Do you, if he ever when, when he tries to coach you, do you say do you just look at him like, bro, I'm not listening to anything. You're a running back. <laughs> no, I, I thought it was gonna be like that, but he uh, he brings a whole new perspective, right? Because Coach Empey comes at us as a lineman standpoint, yeah. And then Harvey's like, well, this is what the running back's looking at. Ah. So he's like, well, when he's coming up, you can either push him out or you can seal him in. So he's gonna read you and. I like that standpoint because it's like, oh, all right. You know, that's that's interesting because when I when I uh, in, in 2010 when I went was going into my senior year and, and Coach Minnow took over, and and he would start to teach us from that pers- from, from different perspectives, and so I really started to understand why I did things uh, instead of just going out and, and just doing them, yeah. right? So that that's kind of what you're saying yeah, now sure, is yeah. that you understand that oh, I actually am blocking for a running back for somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of. Uh, Shows us the whole play, right? Not just what our job is, but yeah. how it fits into the scheme. So I love it. When you are, I mean, pass protection in general is just really, really difficult uh, to yeah. give your quarterback enough time to make his read and whatnot. 
Is it more difficult in the pro-style offense or in the go-fast, go-hard offense for you personally? Uh, it's easier. Well, first of all, I feel like pass-pro is easier for me as a guard because mm-hmm. I got the center and the tackle right next to me, right? So, you know, I've kind of got my boys. I'm not in the alley alone, so okay. it's cool. Um, but the schemes that they brought with this pro-style is way easier for me. I, I don't have to read a lot. I just kind of know what backer is mine and – what lineman is mine and kind of just pair up with the center. Nice. So let's talk about uh, this, this schedule. Uh, we said earlier that it probably is, is one of the, the toughest schedules that uh, BYU football has, has ever had. On paper, uh, it looks on, like on, it's the yeah, hardest. Yeah, we, we won't really know until the end, right? Because, yeah. you know, we like in 2009, we beat Oklahoma, and they were ranked, what, three, and then they ended up just falling off the face of the earth. So it was like, ah, it, wasn't, it didn't matter anymore. It was, it was irrelevant. But with this schedule, what opponents are you looking forward to playing the most? Um First of all, that game against Oklahoma brought me to BYU because I was Ooh, like, really? I didn't even know if I was going to come. Tony. And we were there because we were playing Trinity in high school. What? So we were playing the next day. We did we just guys. become best friends? We did. We did. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank yes. you for bringing me yes. over. Hey, you know? I'm, I'm happy I could do my part, man. I can't take all the credit because, you know, it was, it's a team effort. Just dude. like 80%. Yeah, I would I would probably say like 81 and a half percent. 82, maybe. Okay, okay round all it up. Right. Round yeah, it up. You know See, that's why we're best friends right there, Spencer. <laughs> 82%. I appreciate that. Number of high fives on the show today at, I think, seven right now. <laughs> Five of them between Tooney and Brian Logan. Well, that game brought you to BYU. What was yeah, it about it in that moment? where you're like, I have to play for BYU? Uh, I mean, I never watched a college game before that. And, uh, what? You know, BYU to me was just a Mormon school. And then to come and watch – Oklahoma was ranked super high that yeah, year. Yeah. And uh, when they got beat, I was like, dang, BYU's for real. Mm-hmm. BYU's for real. And they were doing so much for me already. So I was like on the fence about it. And right when that happened, I was like, oh. Yeah, you got it's, I'm it's a cougar, baby. That's what it is. Holy man. cow! Okay, well now the schedule features some prominent names. Uh, you open up against Arizona. Utah is always going to be a big game. UCLA coming to Provo. Mississippi State coming to Provo on the road at Michigan State. What do you think about the schedule? And, and like Brian asked, do you, is there an opponent that that jumps off the page where you're like, I cannot wait for that game? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm excited for every game because I just I'm lucky to be playing and I love it. But UCLA, uh, Michigan State, and Mississippi State. I know that's three different teams, but. You can answer that. That's fine. You know what I'm saying? UCLA, we lost. I'm pretty pissed about that, Uh peeved, whatever Uh word you want to use. So um, that game excites me, especially that it's going to be here. So the fans better be there, better be sold out, Uh better be loud. Uh We're winning this game. Preach. We're going to do this, get this W. BYU's for real. Cougars in the house. Let's Um, get it. Hot takes, hot takes with Tony. Hey, can you ask Coach if I could run out the flag for that game? Hey, Coach, can, <laughs> can you run out the flag? Coach, coach. which camera? Uh, that one? Hey, Coach. Tell him. Tell him. Tell can him he me. run out the flag? Can Brian yeah, tell him. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Coach. All right, we're going right, to record that, guys, and then we're going to send it to the coach. We're gonna, you, have, you guys email, right? We'll yeah, send it to you, probably. and then you can just forward it to him. Or you could text it to him. Oh, yeah, technology, maybe. right? Okay, cool. So I, I got that one. I'm happy no. that you said, you know, you, you, you started off with the politics and you said, oh, all of them, yeah, but I really don't want boom, 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 boom. Uh, and and, and I, I love how you said that and you're, you're just being real. Um, and, and my point is with, with, with Coach Mendenhall, we had a lot of just media training, right, and, and, and answering questions the right way. Uh, I haven't had a chance to meet the staff yet, but 
I've just heard so much from from former players like Harvey that it's just really laid back and, and you can be a little bit more upfront and and more real and kind of answer questions more like that. Do you kind of feel the same way? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, the coaches are all about being yourselves, right, and kind of being the best person you can be, not the best person they kind of want you to mm, form to okay. be. They just kind of want to form you to be the best person, the best Brian, you know. Do you think that that's taken a lot of uh, more pressure off of you guys? Because I felt that way as a player. Um, and, and it wasn't really known that, you know, Coach Minhall didn't really say it that way. But you kind of just felt that, right? Because you have so many eyes, you know, looking at you. You know, you kind of really don't want to blink wrong. Um, but with, yeah. with, with, with the, I can, and I'm just imagining you're just right? flexing your butt right. don't see me are you Brian looking nope I'm not uh-uh. we, just, we just look the same um, but, but I'm, I'm wondering if if, 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 if that uh, and, and how the coaching staff if, if they're more loose with you guys and, and they want you guys to be the best you you know how does the, 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 the release of, of that stress and that pressure translate to the field and your everyday you know activities with practice uh i think people don't they're not scared to practice no more right because mm. uh during practice you got to be just so uptight and just so scared to go out there because you don't really want the coaches looking at you you don't like running so you're throwing up sweating and the coach <laughs> is staring at you you're a little scared but uh with these new coaches you feel their love you know that they just want the best for you want you to be the best person you can so you're out there to have fun but still get work done beat those teams. So. Yep. Tooney Knuch, BYU offensive lineman with us in Studio B. Um, quickly, how is how is your health right now, my friend? I know you've had some injury concerns and things bother you. How are you feeling right now? I feel really good. I mean, been working out. News uh, amazing with his strength and conditioning staff. So I feel healthy 100%. So. And then I want to go with the Twitter question today to get your take. We've been asking people, what's the most compelling storyline of the BYU football offseason? We went through the whole Big 12 expansion, which has ramped up again. The quarterbacks between Taysom and Tanner, Jamal returning, the schedule, the coaching staff. What, what, which one do you think is the most compelling? Oh, man. I should have asked me this before yeah. so I could think about it. This one's tough. Oh, we got um, him. We might have got him. We finally got him. I just saw about the, the Big 12 thing on – Facebook like the other like yesterday I think so that's mm-hmm. probably like the newest more prominent one yep. um at us by the way yep. but um <laughs> I don't know I think people are just excited this year uh I think excitement in general yeah I mean we're bringing out all the cannons mm-hmm. got the schedule ready we're gonna be ready for the schedule those teams better be ready and uh I think it's BYU's exciting time right now Tooney, it's been great to have you in Studio B, man. Oh, thanks for having me. We would yeah, like man. your autograph on our stretch Y flag uh, during the break behind us, so if you wouldn't mind giving us that. Oh, yeah. You got some potential, man. You got some good personality, I think. Uh, Brian's you new know, best friend. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry, Spencer. You guys will still always have a uh, soft spot in my heart, but, uh, you know, Tooney's number hey, one right now. It's all good. I'll, I'll play second <laughs> fiddle to you in, in the eyes of Tooney Kanooch. I'm, I'm fine with that. Up next on BYU Sports Nation. We talked to Jerem Jordan on National Semifinal Thursday. Men's volleyball working on a title. What does he think about their preparation? Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Brian Logan in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio, Sirius XM Channel 143, and simulcast on BYU TV, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. BYU softball this weekend on BYU TV. The Cougars host Santa Clara tomorrow night at 8 Eastern. Spencer Linton, my second best friend, will have the call on BYU TV and BYU Radio.
I've been supplanted so quickly you got, after one interview. Hey, we got 30 minutes left, man. We see what you can do. You might be able to, you know, get to that number and one work spot back again. up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Tooney's yeah. not around to protect himself yeah. anymore, is he? Nope, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you this banana, Brian. Ooh, right here. Ooh, you just said some gushers and some, some fruit Oh, stacks. I do have gushers upstairs. Upstairs. See, that's you killed it. Man. Oh, upstairs. Fine, I need whatever. it now. Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Number one, BYU men's volleyball takes on Long Beach State in the national semifinals tonight. You can hear the game on BYU Radio. Our own Jerem Jordan is on location, on his way to State College. As a matter of fact, we'll talk to him in just a couple of minutes about what he thinks is going to happen tonight. Also, middle blocker Michael Hatch won the Elite 90 Award. That honors the student-athlete with the highest GPA at each of the NCAA's 90 championships. He's really smart. Number 26, BYU Baseball faces Pepperdine tonight in Game 1 of a three-game series in Malibu. Oh, Malibu. Malibu, Malibu. Nice. All Rough three life. games will be streamed online on the W.TV. Yeah, yeah, rough rough life. There. Ben Cahoon's number 86 jersey will be retired by the Montreal Alouettes on July 29th. The wide receivers coach at BYU played 13 seasons in the CFL, and he finished second in CFL in career receptions. He's the, would you say he's the Jerry Rice of the CFL? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, he's Some, that dude lines. was the man he is. for a long time. Competition, Durable. Competition is underway for BYU women's golf as they compete in their NCAA regional at LSU. BYU is currently 13th. Alex White is the top Cougar golfer as she sits uh, tied for 24th at, is it plus one? Plus one. Is that what it is? Okay. One okay. over par. One, one, plus one, one whatever, over, whatever one you want to say. Okay. I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning how to, to We've got to get you on the golf my course. My pastor said he's going to help me out, me and my wife. I mean, but I'm just saying, anybody want to see me in putt-putt, we can still go right now. That's my game, man. That's that's the second game that I love outside of football. So, yeah. Okay. But well, now, the I'm trying to take it to that next level. The declaration has been made. Yep. So much for that humble swagoo. Well, you can't be <laughs> humble in sports, man. Come on now. <laughs> Joining us now, this doesn't happen very often. One, that Brian is back on the show. And that we get to bring in Jerem on the road. Jerem Jordan joining us uh, somewhere in the middle of the great state of Pennsylvania, I believe. Jerem, uh, are are you alive and well in the middle of Pennsylvania? Yeah, it's been an eventful trip. Uh, what's up, Brian? Hey, Jerem. Uh, how you doing? Uh, brother on the show. It's good yes. to have you back, man. Yes, I just want to say I, that I, I love you. By, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm by the private metropolis of Port Matilda, Pennsylvania, which is about 15 or so miles away from State College here on a game day. I appreciate you bringing me on on Cinco de Mayo. By the way, my mom, my mom is a white Mexican, so this is a significant day for me and my family, where we had mariachis at multiple weddings in my family. So this really means something to me. Hola, Jerem, como estar? Yeah, it's, thank you. You've just offended every return missionary Spanish speaker and native. <laughs> Jam, do you speak Spanish? I didn't know you. He speaks had... Portuguese. No, no, I, oh. no, I speak Portuguese. I went to Brazil on my mission trip. I, I didn't know that you, your mom was Mexican. That's a true story. She's white Mexican. Grew up in the Mormon colonies, baby. Wow, so, that's what's up. So you know how to? Can you cook uh, Mexican food? Nope. Oh. <laughs> I can. Uh, okay. Oh man, that's. I don't. I have no further questions for you then. I have plenty of questions, Jeremy, including this. Um, you said it's been an eventful trip out to Pennsylvania. And I, I said earlier, in, in the fashion that you love so much, you may or may not have a wallet in your possession right now. What happened, dude? 
Okay, so yesterday was a fun day. Flew to flew to Denver, Chicago, to Pittsburgh, driving this morning. Hey, which, by the way, I, I should mention this. So, um, well, I'll, I'll get to it. Uh, so in Denver, my wallet fell out of my pocket. Oh. Okay? That happens. It happens, right? Yep. So I switch seats, but in, in the meantime, a flight attendant picks it up and doesn't think to uh, ask anyone who's staying on the plane connecting to Chicago, is this your wallet? She wow. takes it off the plane, oh. and it is in Denver. My <laughs> wallet is in Denver. So so I fly to Chicago, and then I realize that I've lost it. I asked the flight attendant. She said, oh, shoot, it's in Denver. So, yeah, that's happening. Anyways, I, you know, stay, stayed at the courtyard. Everything was cool. I was going to rent a car. I don't have a wallet, so that didn't happen. Luckily, <laughs> Mr. Elite 90 himself, Michael Hatch, his parents, Christine and Kent, are right here. Will you guys say hi? Hello, oh, Hello Hatch family. Aaron. Thank you for rescuing Out- Jerem. Yeah, outside of Port Matilda, on my way to State College, uh, yeah, smart, mo- you know, Michael's smart, his parents are smart, they've hooked me up, which is really nice. So here we are. Yeah, it's been eventful. So I don't have a wallet. Well, you're going to be in State College, I would guess, in roughly 10 to 15 minutes. And, oh, by the way, there's this thing called the National Semifinals happening tonight in men's volleyball, which you're going to call BYU the top-seeded team, top-ranked, didn't get any love on the national awards, which I'd like to get your opinion on in a second. Uh, but they take on Long Beach State tonight for a chance to compete in the national championship. What, what are you thinking as you approach this match, and what do you expect from BYU tonight? Yeah, rich storyline. There's a lot going on here, but uh, certainly a rematch that, that of a match I saw in person in January at Long Beach State where BYU played a pair and split. So BYU won in four the first night, and then Long Beach State won in three. 49ers are the only team that swept BYU all season long, one of only three teams to beat BYU. So this third match, I think BYU is a way better team. I think that Long Beach State is a worse team than they were at that point because they started the season 18-2. and two. They were ranked number one for five weeks in a row. But then since then, they're 7-5. and five. They, they just haven't been that good. Sean Olmstead, first-year coach, the last time he coached the team, he got him to the national title match, which was Penn State. I know it was in, I believe, Nebraska, but now he's at Penn State coaching BYU against Long Beach State, who he beat as a senior for the national title in 2004. So there, there are a lot of rich storylines. BYU flew in on a charter Tuesday uh, night. Uh, they were able to, uh, you know, get acquainted with the facilities a little bit that night. There were two playing games. Long Beach State beat Erskine. Wednesday, BYU was able to uh, practice on the court, attended a banquet, uh, was able to see Beaver Stadium at Penn State. This morning from 10 to 11, BYU did practice on the court. And tonight, as you mentioned, 6 Eastern time on BYU Radio. Video available, by the way, on NCAA.com. Uh, we'll have I'll have the call on uh, BYU Radio. Jerem Jordan joining us uh, from just outside Port Matilda, Pennsylvania, on his way Matilda! To, to State College right now. Okay, now now your unbiased opinion, Jerem, on BYU unbiased. being snubbed. BYU, what are you talking about? <laughs> being snubbed in the national awards. So Sean Olmstead doesn't win coach of the year. That goes to Ohio State, as does the player of the year go to one of the Buckeyes. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I, I, I think that the player of the year nod was appropriate for Ohio State. They'd have a tremendous year, only two losses. I don't even know how to say that dude's name. Nicholas, he's French. I don't know how to say the last name. And then the, the national coach of the year, that one, that one rubbed me the wrong way, though, because 
just because expectations were low for the Buckeyes and they exceeded uh, those. Loyola and Lewis were supposed to be good. They weren't. Ohio State only lost two matches. Incredible year, by the way. They're really good. We'll see how good they are this weekend. Uh, and tonight they play UCLA. They may play for the national title. They might even win it. I mean, they're the, they're really good. But, yeah, I, I think that it's added a little bit of extra fire uh, for BYU and motivation to not get a national player of the year or coach of the year when they were the best team uh, preseason and at the end of the uh, conference tournament, going into the NCAA tournament. So I, I think BYU will be ready to go. They were already motivated, but this only adds to it. And let's be clear, BYU is the best team at this tournament. They're the Whoa, best yeah, team yeah. Mm-hmm. Top seed, number one ranking, number one RPI, top hitting percentage, top blocking. There's no question who the best team is right now, but will they be the best team through Saturday night? So do you think that if, if BYU wasn't or didn't come into the season um, with the expectations or, or high expectations or, you know, you know BYU always – uh, uh, represents BYU is always held to certain standards, and we kind of expect this of them uh, that they would have had a better chance to have a the, the coach of the year or maybe a player of the year. Oh, for sure, BYU is the preseason number one, and they lived up to the hype. They ended that way, and so for Sean Olmstead to come in and, and put these pieces together, cer- certainly the cupboard was full, including the Indian in the cupboard. He was in there with them, <laughs> and they they made it happen. But unfortunately, that was not rewarded in the form of a coach of the year. Trust me, though, all these guys don't care. If they win the national title, they won't care or even remember who the, who the coach of the year, who the player of the year was. True. BYU men's volleyball play-by-play specialist, also our resident movie analyst and critic, Jerem Jordan, joining us from Pennsylvania on his way to the national semifinals for NCAA men's volleyball tonight. You can listen to that live on BYU Radio. Now, the good news for BYU... Well, one of the bits of good news, I should say, resides with our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. You can put as much weight as you want on this, but uh, BYU 2-1 all-time against Long Beach State in neutral site games. Now, Jerem, I know you're a huge proponent of games that have happened in the past and having an impact on what actually happens tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Now, if 2-1, the Cougars... They're confident, obviously. Do you feel like they have an advantage at a neutral side against Long Beach tonight? Because they split on the road in California. But how, how much of an advantage, if there is, is, is that accentuated? How do you feel about that? The biggest advantage that BYU has is that they're a better team, period. Um, but in terms of neutral site, Long Beach State's actually 5-1. and one. BYU hasn't played a single neutral site game. But that was, that was a decent Saturday, but I have a better one. Oh, oh. Wow, Jeremy going stat of the day it's on the, the road? the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Long Beach State is 1-6 versus top five teams this season. In, in fact, the last three matches they played, they've only won one set. BYU's the number one team. The only win, however, for Long Beach State against the top five teams is against BYU. So I, I think that when Long Beach State has actually been tested versus the good teams, they haven't been good. For the first time in the history of BYU Sports Nation, we have... <laughs> A stat of the day called out on the road over the phone. I feel left out, man. You know I'm like... going to bring it, man. I'm at the Final Four, dude. Let's go. <laughs> I feel like I should have a stat of the day. Jeremy, Put a, co- the music. a couple of things as we wrap up. One, I hope you get your wallet back. I hope that they expedite that thing to you as soon as possible. They still haven't called me to say they have it. Come hey, on. just let them know that you're on TV, Jeremy, and you can do whatever you want. <laughs>
That's all you got to do. So yeah, I'm yeah. on TV. I, I may have to pull that. Spencer pulled that card when he got his wallet stolen in Miami. Yeah, I just hey, heard I'm that story. This, I didn't want to say this, but I'm on this show. I, I, I was trying to be humble, but you, you made me do it. I'm on TV. I'm a celebrity. You make me sound like such a punk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do, man. That story home. again for another you gotta day. You got to get on that plane. <laughs> you gotta, just got to get yourself on. I wanted to go home, man. BYUtv.org was my was my way to get home with no wallet. Jerem, safe travels, man. Again, thanks to the Hatch family for uh, picking you up, and uh, we'll listen to you tonight on BYU Radio. Sounds great. I, we just pulled into the house where we're staying. It's like this cottage in the hills of, like, outside State College of this dude in the stake presidency that's on a trip in Ireland. I don't This is, like, one of the funnest, craziest trips I've ever been on. So here we are. Let's hope it ends in a national championship. That's right. Six Eastern. See you tonight on uh, on the radio. All right, well, my friend. Bye, Jerem. Jerem Jordan on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. We didn't even ask him the Twitter question because he's all dialed in on volleyball. He can't yeah. talk about football about today. Else, he's no. worried about wallets. He's zoned in. And the actual game between BYU and Long Beach State. Right now. He's just, he's just ready <laughs> Get for the me game. to state college. Yep, exactly. The Rise and Shout might have to go to the Hatch family. We'll decide that later. Joining us next, Coco Tawali'i Bond, the best third baseman defensively in the country. That's what her coach said. BYU Sports Station presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Brian Logan. Ah, that's nice. Live from Studio B. Remember, if you, you may have it, just been number one. You may have got to number did one. Did that man. promote Maybe. me back to the you, number one yep, level yep. on your friends you may list? Have got there. Okay. Well, keep that in mind, and uh, remember, if you miss an episode of BYUSN Live, watch the rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. Top-seeded BYU Volleyball faces Long Beach State tonight in the national semifinal, and BYU Sports Station is there. Jerem Jordan will have the call on tonight's match on BYU Radio beginning at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Shout-out to Port Matilda, Pennsylvania, which he just drove through. What is the most compelling storyline surrounding BYU football this summer? Use the hashtag BYUSN to join our conversation. Right now, we are welcomed with our third guest of the day, Coco Tawali'i Bond of BYU Softball. And in the words of your coach, Coco, and I said this before the break, Gordon Eakin, and I quote, says, you are the best defensive third baseman in college softball. How, How do you feel about those lofty comments from your coach? I don't know. That's uh. High standards right there. I don't know. I mean, I would say I'm the best, like, at falling at third base, but <laughs> I don't know. Best defensive play, I don't know. Let's explain that a little bit. Uh, you had a you had a moment in softball where you rounded third base and, and fell down. <laughs> yeah. Now, what, um, what happened? Snipers. Sniper got you. So, I was running, and I was, like, in between, like, sliding or diving or just staying up, and I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do, and I already knew I was out, so I was, like, <laughs> in between, and I just got caught, and I totally fell. Just, ooh, got caught in the moment. Yeah. yeah. Brian's had yeah. a few of those moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more so with, like, my decision <laughs> on candy, like, what should I do? And then I just get a cramp in my hand. He's getting burned, and he just fakes an injury. Like, oh, my hamstring! You know what? Speaking of candy, you have a very interesting name coco do you get made fun of or have like nicknames like coco pebbles or anything like that no oh okay i'm sorry my son eats coco pebbles a lot so just, <laughs> that's what you're thinking I, right now Brian. well we talked about like gushers and like candy 
And I was thinking about my pantry at home, and I remember seeing Coco Pebbles, and your name's Coco. I'm sorry. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking. Let's talk about softball, huh? I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> sorry. sorry. Senior night coming up for BYU softball, and I'm sure that it's kind of surreal for you as you approach that and think, man, is it really going to be the end? But you and Gordy Bravo, two very accomplished seniors on this team, what's the journey been like for you as you kind of look back on now – four years at, at BYU and competing with this team and how much blood and sweat and tears you poured into this thing. It's crazy how fast it's gone by. It just I still feel like a freshman. I keep on telling people I'm a junior. I'm not a senior. <laughs> it's not happening. Are you going to cry? <laughs> yes, I have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah. What, what do you think um, your greatest memory is so far uh, within your career? My greatest memory. Do you have a favorite softball experience? It could be on the field or off, for that matter. Anything. Um, I would say just gaining the friends that I have now, because it's like a family, and through softball, like even like throughout your whole life, like you gain a lot of friends through softball, and I feel like that's like my greatest memory is gaining all my friends. One of those is Gordy Bravo, and I've heard that if you call her by her real name. Marissa, things may get a little bit weird. Have you have you ever done that? Yes, and if you add in the middle name, it's even better. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ten times better. What I mean, what, what happens? happens? Is this like an all-out freakout? Oh, she just gives you the look, you know. Just... <laughs> <laughs> what What's the middle name? Are you going to go ahead? Whisper. She could whisper in my ear, and then I'll say it. Annette. It's Annette. <laughs> <laughs> I said I'll say it. I'll say Anybody was, can look it up. I mean, that's right? she. That's right. Everybody she told has, you that in confidence. <laughs> you Marissa, blew it. I might, I might get a little look for that one, but it's okay. It's all right. It's a beautiful I'll, name, I'll take the Gordy. Yeah. Okay, we 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 think that's a beautiful Marissa name. Marissa is gorgeous. Yeah. If I have a daughter, I'll name her Marissa Annette. This BYU softball team has set the bar so high. Because it just kind of seems like, and I've joked with your coach about this too, like you just show up and you win conference championships and you go to the NCAA tournament, that's what we do. Yeah. You know, is there a pressure associated with that? that well, I mean, this year there was because we lost two games to LMU in our first series. And so it was kind of a lot of pressure because we were like, oh no, like we don't lose conference. Like we, this just doesn't happen. So it was a little bit of pressure at the beginning, but... Was it a necessary wake-up call? Yes, it was much needed. We weren't hitting, and so it was... Everybody is starting to come around now, and we're starting to put the bats together. So I uh, understand that you guys get candy when you go to first base. Mm-hmm. What, what type of candy do you guys get? Um, well, I ask for cherry-like Tootsie Rolls. Oh, you're a cherry Tootsie yeah. Rolls. Now, I know you have some teammates that like Skittles and some that like vanilla Tootsie Rolls. Mm-hmm. And Coach De La Housey, uh-huh. shout out to Kristen, she she gets you specifically cherry Tootsie Rolls? Yes, she gets me a lot of them too. <laughs> and our new routine is that she gives them to me before my at-bat, so then like technically I do better Oh when I yeah. Go up to bat. yeah, and she'll sometimes if she like is in the middle of the inning or something, and like she knows I'm gonna get up, she'll leave it like in the middle of like the the pads on the wall, 
<laughs> so that I can get this is it. motivation. Yeah. That's nice. amazing coaching going yeah. on right that there. Is. That's a great coach. I, I learn something new every time about. It. We always ask that question to every softball player that we talk to, and there's always this little nuance about what she does to motivate the players. Yeah. Santa awesome. Clara tomorrow, uh, and the West Coast Conference Championship always on the mind. We wish you the best of luck against the Broncos. And I can't remember. Have you signed our new stretch wife flag, Coco? I don't. So. Okay, we're going to need you to sign that. All right. And BYU Sports Nation Karma is being delivered to you. You're already the best defensive third baseman in the country, apparently. But you'll be even better tomorrow. Hold my hand, Spencer. Oh my <laughs> That's how we do it. Thanks, Coco. Thanks. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, the Cougar Whip Around, including a matchup you cannot miss tonight between BYU baseball as they get back into the WCC and a Hall of Famer in the CFL. Jersey retired? CFL A. Oh, nicely played, That Brian. was good. I know, that was kind of corny, but I just <laughs> had to throw it out there. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLot.com. Help when you need it most. Brian, what should we do? Whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Volleyball. Number one men's volleyball takes on Long, Long Beach State in the national semifinal tonight. You can hear the game on BYU Radio called by our very own Jerem Jordan. Baseball. The number 26 BYU base, baseball Batcats face Pepperdine tonight in game one of a three-game series in Malibu. All three games streamed on the W.TV. Mike Rucker, the ace, going tonight. Football. Ben Cahoon's number 86 jersey will be retired by the Montreal Alouettes on July 29th. The wide receivers coach played 13 seasons with Alouettes and finished second in the CFL in career receptions. Golf. Competition underway. I can barely read right now. <laughs> For the BYU women's golf team as they compete in their NCAA regional at LSU. BYU currently ninth. Leah Garner, the top Cougar golfer, as she sits tight for 13th overall at even par. Well done, Leah. Track and field. The men's team begins competition today at the Weber State Twilight. Cougars in the association. Lexi Rideout scored eight points, had a couple of steals and a rebound in a preseason game for the Seattle Storm. Cougars in the minors. Jacob Bregman went two for four with a home run, an RBI, and a run for the Midland Rockhounds. Future guests include Brian Hightower. He will call the Rugby National Championship on NBC Sports Network. I got a headache with those glasses on, man. Careful, careful. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. I'm giving it to the Hatch family for picking up Jerem Jordan, who lost his wallet and could rent a car. I'm going to give it to Tooney for bringing the personality. He brought it. And I, I love that guy. He's my best friend right now. So. Thanks to all of our guests on the show today, Tooney Knooch, Jerem Jordan, Coco Bond. Good to have Brian back as well. For Brian and Spencer, shout out to Cody Bond. See you tomorrow.